Hey everyone, and welcome back to Dad's Bedtime Stories. Today's story was suggested by Ethan, who is 10 years old. Ethan wrote in to suggest a story where you hear strange noises coming from under your bed, and then the strange noises turn out to be a tiger that you have to hide. He suggested this one as a bedtime story time idea, and I think I'm going to just do it as a standalone visualization. Once again, a big thank you to everyone who's rating and reviewing the podcast. It really goes a long way. I think most people who have found the podcast was from word of mouth from others who have shared it with them, so keep on sharing as well. And last, thought I'd just take a shot at this, if there's anyone out there who, uh, you know, you're like a CEO of a major corporation or something like that, uh, or you're, you know, in the ad division, um, you can actually advertise on Dad's Bedtime Stories for Kids. The uh, advertising link with the info is in the description below. But on to the story. Close your eyes, get as comfy as you can in your bed, and imagine yourself doing what the kid in the story does. Imagine yourself waking up in the morning. You get up, stretch, and climb out of bed. And then you hear a strange sound coming from underneath your bed. Like a whimpering or a growling or something. You don't really think much of it, and you go about your normal day, eating breakfast, going to school, doing whatever you do during the day. But when you come home that evening, you hear the sound again. You decide to get down and try to figure out what it is. You carefully crouch as low as you can. You lift up the covers from your bed, but you still can't see anything. You run around the house and try to find a flashlight. Eventually, you grab one, run back to the room, get back down on the floor, lift up the covers, and you turn on the light. Sure enough, under the bed you see a little fluffy ball of some kind. It almost looks like a kitten. You start to try to call the kitten by making little noises and rubbing your fingers together. And slowly the kitten inches its way out from under the bed and brushes up against your hand. As it walks out from under the bed, you see that it's not a kitten at all. It's actually a baby tiger. Luckily, it seems incredibly friendly because generally, kids, I would not recommend you touch a tiger. The tiger begins to lick your hand and press up against you. It's a very cuddly tiger. You let it sleep with you on your bed that night, but you're pretty sure your parents won't let you keep a tiger, and you decide to keep it a secret. At nighttime, the tiger climbs up, cuddles up in a little ball right beside you, and you fall asleep petting its head. The next morning, you decide you better get the tiger some sort of breakfast. You go to the kitchen, you eat your own breakfast, and when no one's looking, you grab any extra food you can. You grab meat from the fridge, you grab some extra cereal. You're not really sure what tigers eat, so you just grab a little bit of everything and slowly sneak it back to your room underneath your shirt. It's not a great hiding spot, but luckily nobody sees you. When you get to your room, you open up your shirt and drop all of the food down onto the ground. You call the tiger out and it begins to sniff the different things. And luckily it seems interested in all of them. Bit by bit, you feed it a little bit of meat. You feed it some cereal, pretty much anything else. And right before your eyes as it eats the food, you can see that the tiger's growing. It grows way faster than you'd expect any living creature to grow. With each bite, it just grows a tiny bit more. Weird, you think. For days, you hide the tiger inside your room, and the tiger gets bigger and bigger and bigger every time you feed it, until it's the size of 
well, a full-sized tiger. You watch as the tiger stands up on its back legs and puts its front paws against the window. It looks outside and makes a bit of a whimpering sound. Oh, buddy, you want to go outside, don't you? Okay, but promise not to run away. You peek out your bedroom door, you look left, you look right, and you make sure that no one's around. Okay, come on, buddy, you say as you sneak down the hallway, tiptoeing as to make as little noise as possible. When you're just about out the front door, one of your adults pops out of nowhere. Hey, what are you doing? They ask. Nothing. I wasn't doing... I mean, I can explain. Uh, explain what? They ask. You look behind you to where the tiger should be, and you don't see anything. Uh, explain how much I love you? You say, giving them a huge hug. Uh, thanks, they say, patting you on the top of your head. Well, have fun with whatever you're doing. A little bit suspicious if you ask me. You continue outside and you begin to wonder if the tiger was just a figment of your imagination. Tiger, where'd you go? You ask. Then, out of almost nothingness, the tiger appears. You can... you can turn invisible? you realize. Almost as an answer, the tiger seems to turn invisible once again, and then you feel a big furry head pressing up against your hand. Cool. What else can you do? The tiger turns visible once again and gestures with its head towards its back, seemingly asking you to climb on. You're not really sure if you should ride tigers, but this one seems to want you to. So, you climb up, lifting one leg over top of the tiger, and you wrap your arms around the tiger's neck. The tiger begins to run. It runs faster than you could imagine, way faster than a horse, and soon you're flying down the streets, and then into a nearby forest. The tiger gracefully dodges trees, left, right, up, and down. It jumps over dead logs and runs along a riverbed for a long period of time. It's a lot of fun to ride a tiger. You can feel the breeze against your face as you hang on for dear life. But soon it's getting a little bit late. Uh, Tiger, I think we better go home, you suggest. The tiger understands, and once again begins running back through the forest, dodging trees, following the same river, until you find yourself back out on the street. The tiger runs and runs with you on its back until the streets become more familiar, and you end up closer to home, places you recognize. The tiger runs right up to your front door and you climb off of it. Alright buddy, can you do that invisible thing again? You ask. The tiger looks at you, turns its head to the side, and then with a little shimmer, he completely disappears. You open up the door for him and he walks into your house. You and the tiger head back to your bedroom. Once again, you go and grab whatever food you can from the kitchen and bring it back to your bedroom to feed the tiger. Once again, the tiger eats and grows even larger. At this rate, he's not even going to fit in your bedroom for much longer. You fall asleep that night cuddling a gigantic and obviously very friendly tiger that seems to have some sort of magical power since he can turn invisible. The next morning, you awake to see the tiger looking out the window once again. He obviously wants to explore. Alright buddy, let's go outside, you say. The tiger turns invisible once again, and you lead him outside. Once again, once you're far enough away from your house, the tiger becomes visible once more, ducks down, and you climb onto his back. He's even bigger than he was before, and even easier to ride. 
you put your arms around his neck once again, and he takes off running, back down the same streets to the same forest. Once again, he begins running through the forest, dodging trees left and right, jumping over dead branches, dead logs, and he follows the same river. He seems to be leading you somewhere. The tiger reaches down towards the ground and smells, and then takes off running again, as if he's following some sort of scent. You ride for a long time through the forest, deeper and deeper and deeper, to places you've never been before and you can't imagine many people have. The tiger's way faster than you'd think, and as far as you can tell, without the tiger, you're probably hours and hours from home at a walking pace. But soon the tiger comes across a large clearing, where the forest just seems to stop, or not really stop, but die. You look around you and you see a huge open area of decay. A place that used to be a forest, but now seems to have wilted and weathered, almost like it was burnt or all of the life force was sucked dry. You slowly walk through this area of forest, looking left and right, wondering what could have possibly happened here. The tiger sniffs the ground once again and then takes off running, straight through the dead area of the forest. Soon, you come across a large mechanical structure that seems to be sticking out of the ground. It's powered up and has a little pump that moves up and down, almost like an oil pump, but not exactly. It seems to be sucking something out of the ground, something that you can't quite name. It's as if it's taking the life energy from the forest itself and pumping it into a huge tank on the top of the huge mechanical structure. The tiger begins to growl, as if he's very upset about this giant thing in front of you. He approaches the large structure, and you climb off of his back, looking up at this huge tower. It's almost the size of a skyscraper. What is this thing? An alien device, or something made by humans, or what? The tiger begins to attempt to attack the huge mechanical device, but as strong as he is, he can't make a dent, can't even really put a scratch in the thing. He looks very sad. Uh, buddy, I, I don't think we can attack this thing from the outside, but maybe there's some way to get inside, you suggest. You slowly walk around the huge device until you see something that looks like a doorway. You walk up towards the doorway and press all around the wall, trying to figure out exactly how you can open it. Uh, sorry buddy, I don't know how this thing opens anyways. Normally it would push in, but I think you need some sort of keypad or code or something. I'm not really sure what we can do. But as you're saying that, you don't realize that the tiger's been backing up the whole way. When you look around to see where he is, you see him a little bit further in the distance, and he suddenly starts running straight towards the door, running at absolutely incredible speed. He jumps up in the air and smashes straight through the door, breaking it open entirely. He looks back at you and waves his head in a gesture that says, Are you coming? Okay, you think, walking into the strange mechanical structure. You climb back on the tiger's back, and he leads you through a whole bunch of mechanical hallways. Not a single person in sight. But you wind through the hallways nonetheless, you head up a series of stairs, winding up and up and up, until you find yourself in a control room at the very top of this huge tower. You look around at all the controls, 
Uh, maybe there's somewhere I can turn this thing off, you think? You try to read the screens, and you look around for a button that'll stop it, but you can't quite figure it out. Nothing seems to be in English. Uh, sorry, buddy, I have no idea how we can turn this stuff off, you say. The tiger, however, doesn't seem concerned. He sits down in the middle of the room, and you see a strange glow emanating from his chest. The glow gets brighter and brighter and brighter, until the tiger opens up its mouth and shoots out a huge beam of light. The tiger aims the beam of light all around the room, quickly destroying the computers and the mechanics and pretty much everything else. Uh, okay, you think? Not sure how you feel about this destruction of some sort of strange equipment, but it was draining the life force from the forest, which also wasn't cool. The tiger gestures to you to jump on his back once again, so you do. He quickly runs down the stairs and zigzags through the hallways, back to the door that you came in from. The whole way through, you see little conduits in the walls sparking and smoking, and you're getting a little worried that this place is falling apart. The tiger, with you on its back, bursts out through the doorway you came in from and runs a little bit further away into the dead part of the forest. You look behind you, and you suddenly see a whole bunch of little explosions. The huge mechanical device begins to collapse into itself with sparks and little bolts of lightning shooting left and right. Before long, it's just a huge pile of mechanical rubble. Uh, good job, you say to the tiger. You then see a strange light emanating from the tiger once again. The tiger opens its mouth, and the light shoots up, and then begins to spin in all directions. It wraps itself around the dead trees, and spreads out over the dead ground. Slowly, the color begins to return. The grass comes back to life, the trees come back to life, and everything begins to bloom with flowers and leaves once again. Soon the forest around you doesn't look dead at all. It just looks like, well, kind of like a newborn forest, with trees that are smaller than they used to be, but will grow to full size before long. What are you? you ask, looking down at the tiger. The tiger doesn't answer. Instead, he takes off running once again, bolting back through the forest, along the streams, and out to the road. Soon you're back in a familiar neighborhood near your house, and the tiger runs up to your door, allowing you to climb off. You look back at the tiger, and he dips his head down. You reach out your hand and scratch him on the top of the head. Then, instead of following you inside, he walks off into the distance and disappears. Oh, you feel a little sad that he's gone, but for some reason, you know he'll come back. You feel a connection to the tiger that just can't be broken. You head back inside and back to your bedroom. You climb into your bed and you close your eyes. You're feeling tired from such a strange adventure. So you just focus on your breath. And with each out-breath, you allow yourself to sink down deeper and deeper into the mattress. And the more you breathe, the deeper you go. And the deeper you go, the more relaxed and happy you begin to feel. Your mind begins to wander 
and soon you're dreaming of new things and new adventures to come. Good night, everyone.